Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. I'm Millette Jones, and every weekday I chat with today's most successful coaches, and we learn their secrets to building a thriving coaching business. Are you ready to be unstoppable? Let's go. Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast, where inspiration and action come together. Today we're chatting with manifestation coach Alexis Schlemberg. Alexis, a former lawyer, has been called the manifestation master of her generation and is known for taking the woo-woo out of the law of attraction and breaking down complex scientific facts into simple tools for manifestation. She's also a personal growth writer, speaker, and currently at work on her first book. Tired of dating and sick of waiting? Do this. Thanks for joining us, Alexis. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Now, before we jump into more about your business, I'd like to know a little bit about who you are and what you like to do when you're not working. <laughs> um, so a little bit about who I am. As you mentioned in my intro, I am an attorney by trade. I went to the University of Pennsylvania Law School and became a California attorney and worked for a big law firm very briefly uh, before I realized that that life was Absolutely 100% not for me, uh, but I didn't know what was. And so I ended up reading every self-help book I could get my hands on and enrolled in programs and listened into telesummits to figure out how to make every day more meaningful, how to feel fulfilled, how to wake up with a smile on my face instead of that sense of dread every day. Uh, and also how to create a partnership that really felt right. I was in um, a marriage that wasn't working for me. And so all those pieces of my life were not what I wanted. And I wanted to figure out how to actually make um, all the pieces fall together to work well for me. So uh, so I did all this work. All this wisdom really resonated with me. And I ended up um, writing about what I was learning about because I wanted to share what I was learning about because it was working. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started writing and I got published in Cosmo Magazine and Forbes and the Huffington Post. Um, and suddenly I was asked to speak on the radio on NPR and at conferences all over the country about what I was learning about defining success on your own terms and uh, not living your shoulds and doing what you really desire to do. Uh, and... Um, and from there, my mother and I started our company, Borrowed Wisdom, because what we were finding was that people were really hungry for all of this, but that um, all of what we had learned that was most effective for us was all over the place. So we found one effective strategy in one book and one effective strategy in another program, um, and everything was really disparate. And so we brought together an integrative process, all of the pieces of the puzzle um, into our manifestation programs that we sell online um, and created our company Borrowed Wisdom. And so that's a little bit about me and kind of where I came from. And I'm a big believer in um, in in life and work all being one big mishmash and not having so much division. So you said, what do I like to do when I'm not working? A lot of my work feels really fun. And um, <laughs> although, of course, some feels like work. Um, but uh, I'm very involved in um, in my community um, and in uh, in nonprofit work. I love to bake. Um, I love to just invest my time in my friends and my family um, and my partner. And so that's kind of that's a little bit about me. Hmm. Well, you know, we all love to be inspired by people's journey. So the first part of our conversation is going to focus on your journey. So how long have you been coaching 
And what really led you to get into it in the first place? Well, one of the things that I have always felt very strongly about is not trading time for money. So my mom and I crafted our business in such a way that would allow us to share the wisdom that really worked for us, the strategies and tools, very concrete, practical advice that we could share with people in a format that didn't require us to be sitting face-to-face with someone or um, ne- necessarily, um, or to be somewhere at a certain time. Uh, so while I absolutely love coaching one-on-one, and that's certainly part of my work, it's not all of it. And that was by design so that uh, my mom and I could create a lifestyle that we really wanted. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people are really interested in is doing what they love, but doing it in a way that gives them time for the things that matter the most to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So can you talk to us a little bit about maybe a big disappointment or just some time that, that things weren't working very well when you were building your business? Mm-hmm. Um, so... We started our business as an in-person, um, like events company. Uh, and the idea was that we would create these big event opportunities for people to learn from experts or from ourselves. And so it was, it was a personal growth company still. Um, but our model was very different. We were doing all in-person stuff. We had, um, sponsors who were sponsoring the events and it was working, but it was exhausting. It was working in a financial sense. It was not working in a lifestyle sense. So we looked at the business and we said, okay, we've created this business that is kind of working financially, but for our own personal interest and desires and the way that we want to design our lives, this is not going to work out for us. Um, so we need to figure out how to do this differently. And it was a very big moment in the company because we had spent two years building up this business in a certain way, building relationships with sponsors, building relationships with event venues. You know, we, we were... Um, in large part, event planners and personal growth teachers and coaches all at one time um, and had spent a lot of time and energy and money building it to be to look like that. Um, and then we looked at ourselves and thought, no, this just isn't working. And we want to scale this. We want to create the lifestyle we want to create. So we want to be able to be anywhere doing anything and have this business really working for us instead of working for the business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we really revised the whole plan and went all online. Our programs are all online. Um, so when people find us and enroll in our programs, everything that we've created is evergreen and they get it and it's fabulous content. And, um, and, and we coach the people in our programs as well if, if they choose to go that route. Um, but it allowed us for a lot more lifestyle freedom, a lot more scalability of the business. But it was this moment where it was like, we've created, um, <laughs> we've created this huge business and we don't, we don't like the way it's making us feel. We don't like the way it's, um, you know, it's in charge of our life. It's not, this isn't working out well. And to really be able to take such a huge turn after building up so, um, you know, building it up so much and putting so much energy into it was, um, was really tough. So how many events were you doing every year? Uh, we were doing one event a month and we were doing it them in New York city and we live, um, in San Francisco. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Were these one day events or multiple? 
Uh, they were one-day events. Um, they were just an evening event, um, but it was a big shebang. We had at least 50 people at each event. We had very high-profile um, you know, speakers. Sometimes we would fly people in. We had one um, we had one event in Ann Arbor, Michigan that was actually three days long. It was a big conference. We had hundreds of people come. We had over 25 uh, speakers. I mean, it's, we, we were doing very large-scale uh, events. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I was involved with a nonprofit for a, quite a while, and every year a different um, chapter of the nonprofit would put on a an annual conference for everybody. And it took us the entire year to put together this one three-day conference. Right. I, cannot, I cannot imagine doing this sort of thing live event consistently every single month. And mm -hmm. that, that one conference, I mean, it took me months to recover from it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, completely. And I mean, and we are... We, my mom and I both are such um, extreme extroverts. We love being with people, around people, in community, in front of people, working with people. Um, but it was really not the right fit for us in terms of what we wanted to do with our whole life story. My mom has, uh, was a chiropractor for 30 years and she, um, she was ready for a new chapter, which is why we ended up working together on this. And, you know, I, it was, um, it was a lot of fun to do together, but at the end of the day, you know, you have to really be true to what you desire and believe in the possibility of that. And our flexibility, our capacity to really say to ourselves, this isn't working, even though we worked very hard at this, we're going to take the best of this and everything else we've got and, and work on shifting it into something else. And we were really a team in that. And which is why we've had so much success th since then too, mm -hmm. because we were really in it together. We had very aligned vision. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I've, am beginning to see uh, just from the people that I've interviewed so far that being able to pivot when you realize something isn't working is something that consistently seems to be you know, a catalyst for success for people. I think so. I mean, I think that it's, and it's, I hate, I mean, I, I kind of hate the word pivot because it's so, um, I mean, I, I live in the Bay Area right now and it's so this like Silicon Valley cool, like, oh, the company is pivoting term. It's like, <laughs> it's really just about following your inspiration, in my opinion. It's about following if your deep, deep, um, desires and intuitive feeling. And along the way, there are going to be things that pop up that are incredible opportunities that you don't want to say no to. And even though it's not on path A, which is what your plan was, it's on path B, you go with path B because it feels right, because it seems, you know, it seems like it's, you feel inspired by it. And that's not to say you're all over the place. That's just that each step of the way when you are creating your business when you're creating your life story when you're manifesting anything is um each step of the way has to be you following your inspiration that's how you get what you want there's never any real set path that's the right way you make it the right way and you do that by being all in in a heart-centered way not just a head-centered way mm. you know i think it's interesting that you you built this business up and you were 
you're really successful with doing the live events. And then you realized, you know, this just isn't giving us the lifestyle that we're really wanting. So you kind of, you, you made that shift and, and in a way that's almost like starting over, even though you had the content, you know, it was sort of creating a different, a different business almost. Oh, absolutely. So can you tell me, like when you made that shift, was there a point with that with that iteration where you felt like you were starting to gain momentum again. Yeah. So when we shifted to online, we had no clue what we were doing. I am not a marketing expert, either is my mom. Um, our training is not in marketing. And suddenly we had this online business that we had to market online. And it was this beast of a of a task for both of us. We looked at it and we were like, we've never done a run a Facebook ad. We don't know, you know, we're, we were unfamiliar with the concept of creating a sales funnel in the way that we knew we needed to. And so we, we actually hired someone who came very, uh, so, oh, so I ended up, um, I hosted, uh, I host, we host telesummits. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Borrowed Wisdom World Summit is on every fall, and I interview top transformational experts, so personal growth experts, wellness experts, um, and pick their brains, and it's super fun. And then we have different series, Borrowed Wisdom for Love with love experts, Borrowed Wisdom for entrepreneurs with um, business experts for entrepreneurs, and now we have Wisdom Wednesdays where every first and third Wednesday of the month I interview top transformational experts. But at the time, I had created the summit, Borrowed Wisdom for Entrepreneurs, and I interviewed this uh, marketing, online marketing coach who um, I was I was picking the brain of experts, Millet, not just for our community, but for us, right? Like I was, this was fantastic. It was a total win-win. Uh, I was learning so much. Our community was learning so much. Um, and I interviewed this one guy who just seemed like he really would be able to help us in the way that I needed help. Um, so we hired him and we worked with him briefly and he helped us get a lot of the technical stuff set up that we didn't know how to do. Um, and we, we got it really running. We were running Facebook ads. Ads. We had our we had our sales funnel really nailed down. So each step of the funnel had been tested and tweaked and maximized for uh, for the maximum conversion. I mean, we really worked on that, and we had someone to hold our hand in doing that, which was really helpful. Um, and and then after working with him, it felt like we had finally gained the momentum we were looking for because we knew, and I think a lot of coaches feel this way, you have a gift to share with the world. You just need to figure out how to get the world to know you exist, how to get the world to buy your product or program or coaching services, right? Like you need to be able to communicate effectively and also know what the channels are for that. Um, we actually help People, people come to us now to help them get their businesses off the ground um, because we figured out what works and what doesn't work. And I think this is a very personal thing. I think some um, we opted for those aspects of his advice that resonated with us and that worked for us. I think doing things that don't feel good or that you don't want to do are never the answer because you will come to that that task with a sense of dread and con- like this contracting awful feeling. I know that there are some aspects of our business that I was just like I just can't do that because I hate that. Like I don't want to <laughs> do it. I don't I don't want to have anything to do with that. Like it doesn't seem fun. It doesn't it, like it, I 
if I woke up every day and thought, oh, I have to do that today, like I don't want to do it. I left law because I left a job I didn't want to do. I didn't want to create another a, a business, another work situation for myself that involves that again. Uh, anyways, back to your question about momentum. We figured out what worked um, for both of us in what he taught us and really took it, uh, it really took off. And we were seeing so much growth in the company so fast. Suddenly we had more enrollment conversations than we could possibly have imagined. It was unbelievable. We saw our bank account growing, growing, growing. Um, and it was like, we knew, uh, it was possible. Um, I have a business partner, fortunately, who my mom, who grew a chiropractic practice, uh, herself with my dad um, at very successfully. So she has had experience being an entrepreneur and growing a business and believing in the possibility of something big when you can't see it with your five senses. She had already done that before. So it was very helpful to have someone who um, stood alongside me, who believed in the vision so strongly, even though we couldn't experience it um, with our five senses in that moment. And that's really a lot of what we teach in manifestation is is really trusting that that is ahead of you and moving towards that. And so that was really how we built this. And then we saw the, we saw it really starting to happen. And now it just feels like the sky's the limit. And the funny part is we did such a good job creating passive income streams that now we're doing more one-on-one coaching again because we love it so much. And we didn't, we were missing being engaged. Like it was like we were missing working more. Um, so that's, it's, it's almost funny now. Well, you know, you've talked about like in the beginning when you were getting into some large publications and building up this, you know, live event business and mm-hmm. then transitioning over and building up these, you know, telesummits and, and the more online aspect. What would you say has been your favorite achievement so far? Oh, um, honestly, I think the best has been hearing the stories from the people who have manifested what they want after going through our program. Um, I can't, and I I know that so many coaches are listening who have had this experience where you've worked with someone on something and then they've gotten what they wanted. And it's like, I always say the manifestation process feels like magic because it really does. Everything we teach is evidence-based. It's all based in science. As I said, I was a lawyer. I need evidence for the fact that things work or I don't really want to do them. Um, And so everything in our programs, it's very integrative, but it's all based in science. And so people come to us because they trust the process more because of that. And they go through the program and then they actually get what they want. And I'm not surprised every time, but I am like, I just, every time it's like this incredible, unbelievable, like, whoa, feeling. Um, We had someone in our program move. Um, He was like really, really wanting to make a big change in his life. Um, He wanted to move to Bali and he wanted love so badly and he wanted work that was fulfilling. And he up and left his crappy job um and that was really unsatisfying for him left his real his his whole world that just wasn't making him happy um and left moved to bali um and it was going to be a short-term thing at first to like kind of test the water get his feet wet see if it it really fit him like he thought he ended up getting an amazing job there 
Um, he fell in love. He's living there now. Like this is just one story of a million stories. I do a lot of um, love and dating coaching. And so, you know, one, one of our clients got engaged. Um, another one is dating someone really seriously after being single for literally over a decade and having had a lot of challenge in um, finding love. I, these stories, I, I have endless stories, but that it's the stories that make me feel most accomplished and most successful because I set out to do this, like I know a lot of you listening, because you genuinely want to make a difference in the world and in other people's lives. That's what lights you up when you're on a call with someone or you're offering them a resource that then shifts something for them in a big way. It's like the greatest feeling in the world. And I'm not saying that in a non-selfish way. I'm saying that in a like that lights me up way. Like I actually feel like I'm being my highest best self and I feel like I'm most in my element when I'm doing that. And so, um, you know, so I think that that feels, that definitely feels like our biggest, uh, my biggest accomplishment is kind of the collection of those, um, those happy ending stories. Yeah, I mean, sometimes in particular things like manifestation or, or, you know, just that sort of, of thing, it almost can seem a little bit like magic, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but, but when, like you said, there's, there's science backing it up, but just to be able to, whatever your business is, when you see that person that that came to you not knowing what the next step was and then to see them finally get it mm-hmm. and finally understand and 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 be able to move through it with ease you know that's that is an amazing feeling so right and i think that we build up i think you know um when we're talking about manifesting or talking about manifesting your coaching business like we're ha- we're talking in this um in this conversation it's hard to trust that it's going to work out for you too. Like, it's nice to hear other people's stories, but then you're kind of like, well, but here I am like with this, like, I don't have money to invest in a coach to teach me how to do this, or I don't have blah, 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 or I don't know X, Y, or Z. And so it's really hard for me to imagine my own life story working out that way. Um, but a lot of it is about trusting in the possibility. And the more evidence you give yourself, the more you do it and test it and then give yourself evidence that it works, uh, the more you feel comfortable actually doing it. And so it builds on itself. And so we work with people a lot around just that piece alone, because that's what, that's what gets you there. You said, you know, when did you start to feel momentum? It's a, you can take a couple steps and then suddenly you're flying. Uh, but you have to take those first couple steps. And it's really hard to do that when you either feel lost or confused or like it's not possible for you. Yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense. Um, because I know that a lot of people you get and I, I do this as well, get into this idea of you can just analyze something to death. And, and just be afraid to take that first step when a lot of times all you need to do is, is get in there and do it. And then other things will start to unfold and start to show right. themselves. Right. Exactly. So, you know, what we've been talking about so far, I mean, it's, it all seems to me and maybe, you know, to people who are just starting out, like, wow, you know, everything that you guys have put together, everything you've accomplished, what are you excited about creating next in your business? Where are you mm-hmm. going to go from here? Mm-hmm. Um, so just from like a nitty gritty business standpoint, we are, um, we've been selling some very big ticket 
items, um, $2,500 and up. And we are working on doing some lower priced products. Um, so uh, we're expanding that. We have a sizable list um, and we're working on actually offering more to our list, uh, offering more free content to our list, but also um, also offering more opportunities to work with us um, and to you know, to get more info products. So we're expanding our offerings right now. Um, we're both doing, as I said, like a little bit more one-on-one work um, because we love it so much and mm-hmm. uh, because we don't want to just have passive income. We would like actually to be um, to be in um, in it with our clients. Uh, so those are big things. As you mentioned in my intro, I'm working on my first book, uh, Tired of Dating and Sick of Waiting, Do This. Uh, so my specialty has been um, love and dating and relationship coaching. Uh, so working with people who are single and who want to manifest love or who are in relationships um, that either have some tweaking or trouble um, and working through that or just working through being in relationship, which is uh, work. Uh, and my mom focuses on um, business entrepreneurs con- and she does a lot of consulting around helping people build their businesses and create the kinds of structures that we created to allow them to um, to have very consistent, reliable and um, and and very effective funnels and systems for getting clients, for keeping clients, for upselling clients. So she's doing a lot of that. So we're both kind of split off a little doing our areas of expertise. And we're really, really excited about that. We have, as I mentioned, we have this one online program um, and my mom works one-on-one with people who take it all about building your dream business. And we get a lot of coaches who feel like they, you know, they're ready to take this to the next level. Either they're stagnant or they're even just starting out and they know what they want to do, but they don't know exactly how to get there um, mm-hmm. and help people walk through the process. The The thing that we offer that other people don't is that we marry the manifestation work with the business work um, because you really can't do one without the other. We find that a lot of people that come to us, like they, you know, they're doing what they can, but they're hitting their head up against a wall because there's a few missing elements um, from the business side, but there's like a lot of missing elements from the manifestation side that they need to work on. Um, but it's like having the keys to the kingdom. Like once you know how it works, you don't need us anymore. Then you're like, you're flying, you're doing your own thing. Um, and that's the idea. Well, it sounds like you guys have quite a few ways of generating revenue. Now, yes. is that, did you do that on purpose? Because you understand that, you know, if one, if one thing kind of goes down a little, something else is going to, to keep you, you know, afloat? Or is it just sort of an idea of, we like to do a lot of things and all of this stuff just means something to us. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely intentional. Uh, so we have two main online programs. And as I mentioned, we're working on some more info products right now that we'll be selling at lower price points. Um, and that's all very intentional. We have a monthly manifesting club where people get um, get content from us every month about manifesting and um you know, they're paying a very low monthly fee for that. Um, all totally intentional. And then we have our um, telesummits that run year round. Um, and that we 
we have speakers come on um, and that's very much a list building exercise, but speakers also sell their products and programs and there's an affiliate split that's very traditional for that. Um, so we have these different streams of income and it's all in- incredibly intentionally designed so that um, not just so that when one doesn't work, another does, but the idea is that we're creating opportunity to you know fill our funnel and um, generate income in in various, uh, very strategic ways. The telesummits are certainly a marketing tool and a sales tool, but I also personally just absolutely love picking the brains of experts. It's one of the things that it's one of my favorite parts of our work. Um, and so we've kept that going, building our list, selling their programs, but learning so much from these experts. And you know, that was also very much by design because again, I wanted to create a business that I loved working in. Not to say I always love every little bit of things that I think, you know, every little task that I do, but, uh, I would, I would be in school for life if I could. And this is a way for me to just keep learning and learning. And I would be listening to their things anyway. I'd be reading their books anyway. And I am. And so it's a way for me to get to speak personally with people that I admire and respect and want to learn from and know that my community would get a lot of value from. So, uh, so that, you know, it's also for fun, of course. Mm. Now, because you guys have so many different ways that you're putting yourself out there to get noticed and to 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 help people what would you say is your favorite strategy for bringing in new clients uh definitely the telesummits um so that's my favorite because it's really really authentic um you know we we have done Facebook ads and Twitter ads and we're on summits and, um, you know, interviewed on the radio and speak at conferences and, and all of that. Um, but it's my absolute favorite because it's my favorite, um, most authentic thing to do. I mean, I would be doing it whether I would, whether I was getting new business or not. Um, and so because it feels so authentic, because it feels so aligned with what I love to do, um, it's by far my favorite strategy. And I really recommend people find that. Like we've gotten a lot of advice about marketing that just like I cannot get behind because I hate it. Um, we actually have someone working for us now and it's so cool to get to a point where you can have someone <laughs> helping you. Um, because you know, I, I don't like Facebook ads, but he's great at it. And I don't like, um, you know, I don't like creating certain campaigns, but I can certainly write a lot of content for it, but I don't want to create the structure for it. Cause I don't really know. I don't really like, I don't, I, I know myself well enough. I know I don't want to spend my time like creating the campaign structure, but I'd happily fill in the content for it. Um, so it's nice when you have someone who's helping you out with that. But I would say focus on those activities that are lighting you up. The marketing thing, you know, any kind of strategy or tool that anyone gives you for business, my best advice would be do the things that feel best and most fun and most light you up because you'll you'll give a different energy to those things. And the snowball effect of that is huge. 
You are magnetic when you're excited. You're magnetic when you're happy, right? And so you end up attracting the people and opportunities and experiences that match that energy. And that is what elevates your business. That's what elevates you in the world. Um, when you're doing things that you don't like, like you are a drag to yourself and other people. Um, so I think there's a lot of like, you have to do it this way advice out there or like you're, if you want to be successful, do you know, X, Y, and Z. And that's just not true. You have to follow what it feels good and right for you. It's all you, when you read about people who are successful, they always took a route that was a little bit different than everybody else. Always. They always had a challenge. People told them they were crazy, blah, blah, blah. You've heard the stories. Um, but if you actually live that, if you're willing to own it, I remember in the very beginning when I left law and I had nothing to show for myself. Um, it was the holidays and a bunch of family friends were like, uh, we were at hol- a holiday party and they were like, what are you doing with your life? And I remember feeling awful about myself. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm reading self-help books. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And now um, I wish that I could go back and like own that. Like I'm taking some time and space to be um, to figure out how to live in alignment with who I am and what I care about and what I want to contribute to the world. Like, what if I had shown up with that answer? And that mm-hmm. is, that's the same thing, you know, along the way. Like, when we switched over to all online, people were like, uh, you've spent two years building up a business that works. Like, what are you doing? But I could own it then. I could say, yeah, we built this up, we created this, and it worked, and we're going to create something else that works even better for us. And when you really stand in who you are and what you believe in and your possibility, then you deflect a lot of that, like, what are you doing kind of thing. Because I think a lot of entrepreneurs and coaches in particular, they get a lot of like, a lot of people in their life who don't get it, and that's totally okay. If you are confident enough to own your stuff, then um, then it's a very good answer and deflection for people. Well, you know, I love the idea of, you know, following your heart and just and finding that right path. Now, knowing what you know now about building this hugely successful business, if you were just starting over, what would you say would be the first thing anybody that's wanting to build a coaching business, what would you say would be their first step? What should they do first? Um, I would say the first thing would be to get super clear about what you want for your lifestyle. Um, So I think a lot of people jump into like, okay, how am I going to get clients? And what am I teaching them? And like, what is the package? Blah, blah, blah. But like, whoa, take a step back and really think about it. And I I teach at Barnard, um, at Barnard College at their leadership center. And I have all of my like senior (laughs) students do this. I have everyone close their eyes and think about their ideal day. Mm. Walk yourself through that day. And um, you're all invited to do this now if you want to. Close your eyes and imagine yourself waking up. Look around. Where are you? Who are you with? What does the space look like? Then imagine yourself eating breakfast and then getting ready for work. What are you wearing? How are you getting to work? Where do you work? And all of those things are really, really important. And then you go through your whole day. So how do you get to work? Then you're at work. Who are you surrounded by? What people do you work with? What, um, you know, what tasks are you doing? If you could come up with your ideal average day, this isn't like the day that you go skydiving. This is just like your normal day. 
And then where are you eating lunch? What are you doing? And then you go through that whole scenario. I think that kind of clarity is most important because then you figure out you're actually getting to the, to the crux of the um, most critical pieces of this. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Where are you working? So I created a business where I'm alone um, working from home. And I knew that I didn't want to commute anywhere. I knew I didn't want to like, I didn't want to work for anyone. So that was all good. But I am, as I said, so highly extroverted, like being at home alone all day doesn't work for me. So I've had to create different opportunities for myself to get out of the house, to be around other people, to work, you know. So I, I would recommend that you when your listeners thinking about like my first step, think about who you're with, what, how you want to spend your time. Do you want to trade your time for money? And what does that look like? And what would that, you know, what would that look like for each day? How many hours are you then sitting on Skype coaching a client? Or what could you offer your client to allow yourself to not just trade your time for money? Or is that really the model that you want to go with? Like those those questions and the questions about what you're going to offer and how that all is going to work out, um, those are to ask after you figure out what you want your day to look like. Uh, because once you've gotten that clarity, excuse me, then you can actually get clarity around the rest. Then you can start creating packages. Then you can start figuring out your offerings and all that. That's a great direction to go in because it almost like it, it gives you the end. So then you can, you have a target to shoot for. You know where you're headed. Absolutely. I mean, that's exactly what we teach in manif- in our manifesting process, that the first step is getting clear. Uh, part of the first step um, that we teach that I think is really important, too, is making space for what you want. So like in manifesting, we say like, it's, you know, you look around at your living room, let's say, and you want to redecorate. You want a new couch, you want a new coffee table, you want a new TV stand, you want new art on the walls, um, you want a new rug. Okay, you want new curtains. So you go out to the store and you buy all this new great stuff. You love your new couch and your new curtains and your new coffee table and all this great new art, blah, blah, blah. You come home with all this stuff, but you haven't taken all the old stuff out yet. So now you have two coffee tables and two couches and two sets of curtains and two rugs and and all this art for your walls that won't fit on it, right? And so what you have to do is clear out what what you don't want in order to bring in what you do want. And a lot of people, when they're starting coaching businesses, they've got a lot of stuff, physical and emotional, that they're bringing into it. Um, and it doesn't allow them to manifest. It's like complete clutter. It's totally in the way. Uh, so when we work with clients one-on-one, we do work around that first too. So it's not just clarity, but it's also creating space. And and that's on multiple levels. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I never really thought of it that way. You know, this has been so good. I've learned so much. Just, I don't know, I'm kind of amazed at all the all the stuff you're doing in your business. It's Thank you. Thank you so much. We're going to finish up with our final five rapid fire questions. Okay. What's one habit or skill that's helped you become unstoppable? Uh, I do creative visualization every single day. It's a manifesting principle that we teach. The idea is that, um, so this is rapid fire, so I'm going to go super fast here, but um, it's a neuroscience and quantum physics based technique. And the idea is that you go into your imagination and think about what it is you want to manifest and then create like a movie of what that looks like and feels like. And from a neuroscience perspective, um, we have there's this concept called neuroplasticity where we can actually rewire 
our brains. And what it does is help you rewire your brain to become the person that gets that experience. And from a physiological level, you're also changing yourself. Um, that changes your energy and your vibration. So from a quantum physics level, um, for lack of time, I will just say simply, um, you end up magnetizing, um, vibrating at the frequency that matches um, that reality. And so you end up magnetizing it to you um, and then bringing the people, opportunity and experiences into your reality that match that. Um, so I do that every single morning before I open my eyes for the day, um, whether I do it for two minutes or 20 minutes. I used to do a regular 20-minute creative visualization practice. Um, I we, we have guided meditations that we send our clients that I've created to guide them through this so you don't feel alone doing it. Um, and I do it every single day, no matter what, never miss a day. Um, and I think it's absolutely one of the most important habits I have period for getting that's, what I want. That's great advice. Now, what is one quality that you feel every successful coach needs to develop? Um, I would say, oh God, I have so many, but um, I think belief in your possibility mm-hmm. um, that anything, truly anything is possible for you. It's whatever you want to create for yourself. And your client. You're making them believe in possibility, so you better believe in possibility. Exactly. Now, recommend one book that's had a big impact either on your business or your life. Mm. Um, I love Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Oh, I haven't heard of that. that it's all about neuroscience. It's fantastic. Great. Now, give us one online resource that you think coaches would love and that you couldn't do business without. Ooh, this is a good one. Um, I used instant teleseminar for our telesummits and couldn't do it without it. That's, that's one we haven't heard yet. So that's a good one. Oh, good. Now, finally, how can the listeners best connect with you? What social platforms do you hang out on? And what's your website? Fantastic. Um, so if you go to borrowedwisdom.com, B-O-R-R-O-W-E-D, borrowed wisdom, all one word, .com, uh, you can look around, um, sign up for our telesummits, which are totally free, um, and listen to me interviewing all my favorite teachers. Um, and you can find me on Facebook. Just search Alexis Sklamberg. It's S like Sam, C L. A-M like Mary, B-E-R-G. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think the the best way, um, if you really want to reach me, is um, over email. And that's alexis at borrowedwisdom.com. You're welcome to shoot me over an email if you have any questions. Again, it's alexis at borrowedwisdom.com. And just borrowedwisdom.com to check us out. Our um, our Facebook is uh, is Borrowed Wisdom as well. So you can search for us. Great. Well, I will be sure to put all of the links and all of the resources that you mentioned into the show notes page. This has been an absolutely amazing conversation. I've learned so much and I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. And you know what? I will send you a link to our free webinar workshop where I actually walk people through the five steps of the manifestation process. So all of you listening um, can get a little taste of what that looks like. I would be happy to share that with your listeners. Oh, that's great. I'll add that to the show notes. That's, I think, something that a lot of people would be interested in participating in. Cool. Great. Thank you so much for having me. 
Thanks for joining us on the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. Be sure to head over to the website at unstoppablecoach.co where you can grab the show notes and check out all the resources and the links to the guest website and social sites. And be sure you join us every weekday when I interview another successful coach and we learn their secrets to building an unstoppable coaching business.